we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here once again with my co-host for all things Potomac. It is Armin. Arms, how you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, this episode was a lot. Um, I am definitely on someone's side, I think, now. You've picked a team? I don't know if I've picked a team, I'm not picking teams, but there's someone I'm siding with more based on what was said during this episode. I'm not I'm not against anyone, but I also think people need to do certain things for me to gain their respect again. But we'll get into that. Can I as guess? We always will. Can I guess yes. whose side you're on? You're on Candace's side. Shockingly enough, yes. It's shocking not because of the situation, but because where you were at with Candace. No, and no, yeah. 100%. Um, because I'm with all, you. Le- yeah, that. I mean, let's start with the fight again. Yes, I do think that Candace poked the bear. Mm-hmm. Also, but at the same time, Monique did not have to throw hands like she did. But I understand the blacking out and getting to that level where, you know, anger just overcomes you. It's happened to the best of us. We've all been in moments. Right. Um, but the reaction was not, not that- proportional to the instigation. Exactly. Right? Exactly. The 100%. It's not proportional. Words need to be defended with words, uh, much like Wendy said, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I liked the recap of everything so far, once again. And they just kind of told us it is about the fight. We are, we are still talking about the fight because last week we had a little bit of like a pause, like a hold up. Mm-hmm. And now we're back in it and we're like, okay, let's really discuss what's going on. So Monique, which I think is smart calls Karen and is like, I know you're a neutral person in everything. Cause she is the grand dame is truly like the, the key holder and component in this group. Um, she's like, Hey, I want to talk to the ladies. Can we set up a mediation? And Karen's like, of course I think, you know, I'm on your team. I'm here to support you as a friend. I love you. Let's figure this out. So she sets it up with the ladies. Um, she calls Candace and she goes, Candace, Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. Um, this is what I, I will, I'm, you know, if you'd like to come to speak to the ladies as well. To which Candace, as we saw earlier, she's still in shock from the whole event. She's still traumatized. And she straight up tells Karen, first of all, I think you're showing way too much grace to Monique in this situation after what happened. And also, I already spoke to the woman. They know how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't need to put myself in this situation again. Um, we know that during this time, I mean, it wasn't the same exact time, I'm sure, but the editors cut this meeting that Karen is having with the Monique and the ladies and then cutting it with uh, Candace's therapy session. Can I quickly say, I bet Candace had side conversations that weren't filmed with oh, Wendy, 100%. Robin, Giselle, and yeah. she knew she didn't need to have another conversation with them. No. Yeah. Um, she was like, they are hundred percent team Candace, which they displayed at the meeting. We'll talk about it obviously, but there was no need for her to go meet with them again if we make the assumption that they already had conversations. Already it's had not like they don't talk when the cameras are off, right? They talk. 
No. And there was definitely probably conversations that went down that night that we didn't Mm -hmm. see. I know for sure that there was something being screamed by the ladies at Monique, which could throw some people in Monique's corner a little bit more or some points. Um, A rumor is is that the ladies were yelling, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired at Monique while she was in the stairwell, which is why she was still like ready to go because these women were mocking her and taunting her, i.e., Giselle and Robin. Eddie, isn't it common, though, for there to be some sort of, like, performative meeting just for the cameras, for the narrative? You talked about it in regards to Brandy, how you thought that a couple uh, Brandy scenes in this season of BH were filmed purely just to tell the story on camera. I think there's a difference between filling in the blanks with like the brandy scene of like, Oh, we missed this X, Y, and Z and like filming the group scene with Monique and having this conversation because this conversation, clearly these women have not had with Monique yet. Oh, right. No, of course I'm talking about the Candace conversation. Yeah. Which they sometimes would fill in, but I don't think it was really needed right? because we got exactly what these, where these ladies are in the meeting with Monique, which I think let's, let's start, uh, let's start with the entrances. So Robin's at the house. And by the way, I'm kind of over Robin and Giselle being, just first and foremost, I want to say being high and mighty about all of this. Because let's not forget when they were in Oz with freaking Ashley and they were all up in her face. Yes, no fists were thrown, but they have gotten to the point where they've gotten so aggressive with someone to where like, I don't understand how they can't be like, you know what, we've all been there. You just, you know, you need to say X, Y, and Z and we'll forgive you. But they're not even giving her a chance to do that. They're like, no, you are evil incarnate. And it's, it's insane, but we'll get to that. Yeah, it's their um, red line, there. but it seems a little aggressive. I agree. It's a it's a pink line, let's be real. <laughs> um, Giselle showing up <laughs> with KB, the security. I just about rolled my eyes to the back of my head. That is so... It's, it's okay. It's, yes, it's funny because it is so ridiculous that she did it, but at the same time, if I were one Karen to Monique anyone else in the situation I'd be like Giselle you this is rude like it's oh it's, it's over almost, the top as it's hell so, it's so obnoxious I would be so pissed if I walked in and saw security I'd be like you've got to be kidding me do you really think I'm gonna pop off right here like you're insane that's an aggressive move arguably With bringing the security yeah because it's saying I'm ready for a fight right that's a taunt but it's also hilarious. It was it was funny. I'll give her that in the context of the show. But in real life, I'd be pissed. Absolutely. If you're yeah. in Monique's position, you're pissed. If you're anybody else, it's hilarious. Honestly, I would be a little embarrassed looking back on that move if I were Giselle. Because yeah. it's so outrageous. I don't know what was more outrageous. Her bringing the security guard or her having to, f- to defend her reputation being Jamal's wife, a pastor's <laughs> wife. All anybody has to say about him seems bad. Even his own kids don't have, you know, good Everyone. things to say about him. And his reputation was tarnished the moment he left you to go cheat on you with multiple other women right. and have all these other kids. So there is no reputation to even uphold at this point. Giselle, her leaving early, everything. Giselle really. The note taking was funny. The note taking was also pissed me off. Okay, this is the thing is like, I understand where 
Giselle and Robin and Wendy are coming from in a sense. They don't want this to be bigger than it is. They don't want things to be, you know, in fights and this just to be a common occurrence. They want to like, obviously check their behaviors moving forward so that this doesn't happen again, that they're not put in a situation where violence could be the answer. Saying that, I feel like the way they were being very performative, as we have said, Mm -hmm. it was just so, they were saying that Monique was being condescending. These women were being condescending as well. You know what? Like the way that they were acting and acting like they were holier than thou, it was like, it's like, you cannot be expected to be taking these things seriously when when you're acting and putting on this character when we know it's not you you understand what i'm saying like it almost felt so insincere that i couldn't even give it a peace of mind or a piece of like real thought yeah and what bothered me too was that their approach to monique was basically you are irredeemable and we're just here to shame you their approach wasn't we're here to work with you and if you don't see the problem, then we want to help you see the problem because then you've got a problem. Yeah. Right? Which was kind of Ashley and Karen's approach because Karen was like, you know what you did was fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Karen nor Ashley fully agreed with Monique when Monique would say, I don't feel remorse, right? Yeah. Because I don't think Which Monique was... helped herself either. No, I mean, I'm going to get into Monique right. too. But... Yeah, I know, I know you are. But... I liked that approach better because they were trying to help Monique. They were trying to be there for her, knowing that she's not in the best place right now. Right? Yeah. And knowing that she did mess up, but that she's also not an irredeemable person. She's not the worst, scummiest person in the earth. But like you said, Giselle, Wendy, uh, Robin, they weren't really there to help. They were just there to shame and chastise her, ostracize her, make her out to be an outcast. Like, what did Monique say? Like, what, are you just going to throw me to the side? Or what did she say? I'm forgetting the exact words. And then Karen jumped in. It's like, no, we're not going to, like, toss you to the side or whatever. Be done with she you. Was, yeah. Then that was when Monique was like, let me talk. Let me talk. And she was like, I will let you talk. But I just want to let you know we're not letting anyone go here. We're not casting anyone to the side. Yeah. We're here to support each other and keep right. each other going. Before we get into Monique mm-hmm. and the end of this talk, let's jump to Candace really quick. And let's talk about the therapy session with Candace. Okay. Um, really all I want to bring up here is Candace has taken responsibility and Candace has apologized. Monique keeps saying that Candace has not. And I think Candace has apologized for the things that maybe have happened on camera. I think there's the other thing, the cheating rumors and the Cherie situation that maybe she hasn't apologized for. And if Monique wants her to apologize for those things, then Monique needs to address her and say, I need you to apologize for this because this is making me feel this way. And I can't move forward unless you do this. Because in Candace's mind, she's apologized for the Ashley situation and all of the things that happened to Lake House. So she should be fine. Bringing Charisse to the party and not telling exactly bring- Monique. Yes, she's right. apologized for every single instance Yeah. since then. And we saw it in the clip when she was talking to the therapist. So why can Monique not let it go? What is Monique still holding on to? Which is really what it comes down to. Because, yes, Candace apologized, but she was poking the bear. But, like, she's taking responsibility for her actions. Monique is not. And, again, that response is out of proportion. 
even if Candace is instigating you and then saying, like, what are you going to do, drag me? Like, daring you to fight her doesn't mean you should take that bait. Like, that's kind of the point. Um, and taking it, again, just makes you look terrible. That's not yeah. a good justification. Um, and I will get into Monique's full explanation, but she really doesn't help herself throughout this episode. And the flashbacks really make Candace look good. But they are yeah. super damning for Monique. You yeah. just referenced the apologies, right? That was given to us in a flashback sequence, right? I mean, we saw it happen throughout the season, but seeing it back to back to back really reinforces Candace's point that yeah. she has changed or tried to change as much as possible. She's switching up her approach, right? She said that I didn't handle things well last year. This year, I've tried to be better at communicating. And you know what? I think she has been. Yeah. Right? And then Monique, on the other hand, and, and I know we'll get into it deeper, but one of the damning flashbacks was her in the car, like laying out all the specifics of what happened right after she tells the women that she didn't remember a thing. It took her days to piece everything together, right? But in the car, she's like, I pulled her hair with my left hand and then I started whacking her with my right and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, wait, you had the whole play-by-play down right in the car after the situation happened, but then you're claiming that it took you days to piece everything everything together, but that's not the case. Yeah, the flashbacks really made Monique look bad. Let's let's get into Monique now because I think we should just talk about Monique in general. Yeah. Um, first, with the flashbacks and which Giselle brought up, Monique has a history of yeah. violence. Those flashbacks it, were bad too. Um, I'm not going to say she's been violent, but she, right. as Giselle had said, you told us what you were going to do multiple times, and then you did it. Mm-hmm. It's it it's understanding that. You have an issue, an anger issue, Monique, and clearly something is going on and you need to address it, be remorseful for those actions, and move forward. Monique cannot do this. Monique is basically like, I'm not remorseful. Am I embarrassed by the situation? Yes, but I'm not remorseful for what I did because she was asking for it. She was, des- you know, she she was taunting me, X, Y, Z. To which Wendy says, you have to understand, everything has been thrown to me, everything has been said to me, but I take them back with words because words need to be fought with words, not with fists. And it's just... Monique disagrees. She actually just disagrees. She says, okay, that's you, but that's not me. And and then there was also the thing where, like, uh, Giselle was like, you know, I had a talk with my daughters. Like, I want to raise them to not be violent women. Like, I was told not to even be around you. And she's like, well, good for you. And I was like, Monique... I, I'm, I'm in the same, I'm in under this, I'm in the same understanding, the same boat. If where someone comes for me, I'm not going to cower and not, and, and just cower away. I'm going to fight back. If someone comes at me physically, I'm coming back physically. You better watch it. But if you come at me with words, I'm not going to come and just like punch you in the face. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference. Like, I understand where when Monique come from, comes from being like, if you step to me, I'm going to step back. But I don't understand the the violence on top of it. I mean, I I do also want to give Monique a slight benefit of the doubt because yes, she was hitting her hair, and that's all she was doing, and she didn't grab until 
Giselle pushed her Mm -hmm. away, which she could have taken as a blow and gone. She lies and said, I mean, I I can see her black browning out, I guess, not blacking out completely, you know, where a little bit's faded, but it's not 100%. I can see that. But like you said, she was able to recall certain details of the fight almost immediately after. So she couldn't have completely blacked out. Maybe she had some moments of seeing red. But it's just everything, like, I need Monique, as do the rest of the ladies, to be like, hey, this is what happened. Candace said something to me. I used my I used my hands instead of using my words. I'm remorseful. I apologize. That should have never happened. And I'm gonna do better. I'm taking an anger management class. I'm I'm you don't ha- like I said, you don't have to invite me to events if you don't feel comfortable. That's okay. I won't get offended. But I want to make this right. Let me know how for each of you I can make this better. But no, she's like, that's how I did I did it. That's you know, I was right in my justification in my own words and my own mind. Uh, and you guys just have to deal with that. And if you guys can't just forgive me for my actions, then we can't be like, that's how it sounds. And it's like, you are so backwards, Monique. All you need to do is just mm-hmm. apologize and this will be fine. She's literally digging her own grave at this point. I thought Monique saying that she still revved up to 100 a week later was really instructive to her response. That's, that's what she said, right? That she was like, yeah, she still... said she was still on an adrenaline, she on adrenaline, fl- fight or flight. Yeah. Right. I thought that was really instructive to her response to the ladies because I think she is so angry at Candace for whatever reason. We don't really know why or if it's this accusation that she fakes leaving, then it's really dumb. <laughs> but we're assuming it's bigger than that, right? She is so angry at Candace, I think she's almost too prideful to apologize. Yeah. So I think that's really instructive. I also think that Giselle and Wendy and Robin's approach didn't help the situation. Not that they should be blamed for Monique's response in this meeting. You know, Monique has agency, uh, especially in this moment, to apologize, right? But they didn't create a welcoming environment. You know, they came at it antagonistically, and I don't think they made her feel safe and warm enough where she would feel comfortable apologizing. She almost felt, I think, the need to dig her heels in because of how antagonistic they were. Again, not that it's right, but I think that's kind of what came to fruition. Yeah. I wonder, like, let's put out this hypothetical. I wonder if Monique did say, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Definitively, I shouldn't have done that. I'm remorseful. I'm sorry. A terrible thing to do. I have no love for Candace. I have no love for Candace, but I am sorry. I wonder if Robin and Giselle and Wendy would have even been receptive to that. Because honestly, I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know either. I honestly, I feel like their approach coming into it was we don't give a damn what she says. She's irredeemable. And I think that's not a good environment. And if, if it's true that they were screaming, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired while she was in the stairwell, they clearly had their mind made up that night. Right. So let's talk about Monique saying that maybe this environment is terrible for her and that she needs to remove herself from it. She needs to quit Housewives. I loved that breaking of the fourth wall, by the way. They were out and open, like, referencing the cameras. And Karen even says, like, screw the damn cameras, screw the damn show for a second here. I'm here as a friend. I'm loving this direction that Housewives is going in. Um, but let's talk uh, about that. What do you think about Monique feeling that way? Do you think that's right? 
I think that could be true. I mean, I don't I think, think Housewives is good for anyone, to be honest. No, it's not. I okay. Well, I have to be honest. Like, I literally listen to. I'm listening to Bethany's podcast, of course, uh, Just Be, um, and she mentions it all. T- no, she mentions it all, but she talks to Dorinda, and Dorinda talks about how, like, when you're in it, it's all about the Housewives. When you're on the show, it's like this cult. It's like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that in October. I'm filming. Or, oh, if I have to take this vacation, I should hold it and do it in this thing because everything revolves around the show. So when your whole life is enveloped in this, everything like this is the world. You know, this is Monique's world. So I think it is very smart of her to understand maybe this environment, maybe this show isn't great for me right now because you can handle it sometimes and sometimes you can't, like we saw with Dorinda. Some years you got it, some years you don't. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take a step back and work through things. So kudos to Monique for understanding this about herself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually probably a smart decision if she were to leave you know what i mean take a year you could take a year you could take two years that's what ashley said right like maybe it's a brief break yeah and then come back because i mean i would love to see monique come back if she just needs to take a break for a year or two because i like monique so do i it's just i think she's going through really rough time with her husband with three kids with the rumors flying around with her people she thought were like her sister basically not being her friends anymore monique is going through a hard time and it's even harder with these women that are supposed to be her community and support her being against her. It's like kicking her while she's already down. Did you agree with Robin feeling like Monique picked up Dean for cynical reasons, just purely for sympathy? Because I do not. I genuinely just think she saw a cute baby and who doesn't want to hold hold a cute baby, especially when she's feeling down, right? It's like, that's a pick-me-up. You know, I, I mean, I could, I, you know, the baby, I could just see her being like, I just need to, it's nice to hold something and just yeah. feel a little bit of calmness and Especially a cute baby. It's a, yeah, I don't, I think that's her, that's the cynicism of Robin is just Robin's own, like, I don't want to buy any of this kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, why would she do this in front of you guys when she's already had a full conversation and the cameras have been on her for the last 25, 30 minutes without a baby? You think they're really just going to show her for the two minutes with the baby? No, Robin, grow up. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think I agree with you. I think these ladies came in um, with their minds made up. And it's nice to see Karen really kind of go to bat for Monique. Um, and I love seeing Ashley kind of being there supportive. Also, where the hell is Michael again? The babysit like what is this girl has to lug this baby around everywhere. Which I understand, like I but like this man needs to help out a little bit. It's kind of cool all. for Dean though, where to have all these moments. Yeah, in like 15, 20 years he can look back and be like, I was there for this. Oh my gosh, if if um oh my god, could you imagine? And just like if uh, I don't know if I, I was like the kid of a, like a Real Housewives of something and like I came I know I was you know 17 19 like oh my god when I was two years old I was in the conversation of the Monique fight like in one of the most iconic episodes I thought it was a great episode by the way Eddie just yeah it really was two scenes basically exactly two that's scenes. all we had but they were so rich in content and the contrast between this group meeting and then this individual therapy session oh i wanted to ask you what did you think about candace saying she would say nothing to monique right now when the therapist asked her if monique was in front of you right now like what would you tell her because there were moments there where candace was not in a way reverential to to monique and she was saying like that i loved her like that was my best friend and they had the montage right 
And then in that moment, when he asked her, what would you say to Monique in this moment? She's like, nothing. What did I you agree think with about her. that? I agree with her. I don't think at this point it is Candace's place to say anything. It is Monique's place. If mm-hmm. Candace, she's in front of Sandy Candace, say, I am sorry. I'm the one who laid hands on you first. I'm the one who started this drama. I understand there's stuff between us, but I want us to move forward. Candace has apologized. Candace has said things. Like, Candace mm-hmm. has really tried. And, you know, I... I I, I would be with her. I, that, I'd be the same way. I'd say, I don't want to say anything. They need to say something to me. But yeah. I'm also a petty Scorpio. So like. But know. Candace left the door open. She did say that she just needs time, but she would be willing to repair the friendship. That's interesting because Monique is not even there. Monique yeah, is but Monique like, will get there. I mean, done. I, but I also think. The adrenaline's pumping still, right? Yeah, I think Monique has think she needs to get through before she's ready to do that i think candace is a little bit more emotionally evolved at this point in like or emotionally stable fascinating but episode eddie i loved it i love potomac thrilling i think potomac is the best on right now a great follow-up to the previous episode i mean these last two episodes are two for the history books truly Truly, this is Housewives history in in the making. Like mm-hmm. we're watching it live. High tension, high drama. I mean, big stakes, emotional, powerful shit. And that was only the first half of the season. We got the mid season trailer, and so much more is happening, including a trip to Portugal and another, another fight. Fight, yeah. Between <laughs> the men, which you know I love, does I want to see Michael Darby get dropped? I need Chris <laughs> to really just like knock that man to the ground and show him, show his seventy four year old ass what he is made of, like. More tax problems? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's I Karen versus Ray. I mean, this season is only going to get better. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, um, that mid-season trailer was epic. And we will definitely be following along and podcasting on every single episode of Potomac so far. Also, OC is premiering. We're going to be recapping that. Salt Lake City is coming mm-hmm. soon. We're going to be recapping that. We've also got so many fun things on our Patreon, which you can check out at patreon.com slash H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. But Eddie, I have to say, sorry, I have to interrupt you. I have to say it at the end of every episode. It's ritual now. Oh. For this episode, we mentioned it all. I thought I said that. Oh my gosh, we did mention it all. I How could I forget mention it all? Mention I it all. Bad. That's I my role though. That's what I do. I know, sorry. I led right into the promo for our Patreon. <laughs> I'm just so excited that we dropped our price. Price went from $5 to $3. <laughs> it's such an exciting deal that I couldn't just help but share. Now we've Patreon. really mentioned it all. Hot and Bravoed. Yeah, uh, support us no, on there. Get some extra it. exclusive content. Fun stuff, yeah. But as always, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys are subscribed to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. We're on social media at H-O-T-N-B-R-E-V-O-D. And it's all mentioned. We've mentioned it all. <laughs>